back, everybody, to the Real Madrid podcast. Now, coming up, we're going to be taking a look at this weekend's opponents, Levante, who've in recent years enjoyed some notable successes against Madrid. And we're going to take a look at what is making the media headlines today. Now, don't forget, you can catch up with all of the previous episodes of the podcast about the website at www.realmadridpodcast.com. On to the biggest news story of the day. Well, there's no doubt about what it is. Confirmation this afternoon was made by Real Madrid that Danny Carvajal, who was injured this morning in training, has picked up a knee ligament injury, which will keep him out for two months. There's a mounting set of problems this for Zidane as Carvajal joins Hazard and Cruz on the injury list. Hazard, as we know, is going to be out for a further month. Uh, better news, though, for Tony Cruz, he will be ready to return after the international break. And there was more good news with Militao returning to full active training as well this week. There are options, of course, for Zidane in this position, notably Andreas Zola. Uh, and there is the potential, of course, to play Mondi there and indeed to bring Nacho back in from the cold. Lots of reaction to the Champions League draw, which has put Real Madrid in a group for which some might think looks easier than others, but it also has the potential to cause an upset or two. Borussia Mönchengladbach, Shakhtar Donetsk and Inter Milan. Conte's Inter will certainly be equal rivals. And apart from the nightmare scenario of Ashraf returning to remind Madrid that they should have kept him, Remember, Conte has a very deep squad indeed, which has been added to this summer with uh, Kolarov and Vidal. And of course, they managed to keep hold of Lautaro Martinez as well. Uh, Marco Rose over at Borussia Mönchengladbach did a really good job in his first season, getting them to finish fourth, just a point behind RB Leipzig. They won 20 of their 34 games last season. Only Bayern Munich had a better home record as well. Uh, Shakhtar didn't qualify from the group stages last season, but they did make it to the semi-finals of Europa League, where they were beaten by uh, Inter five goals to nil. Luka Jovic at least brought a smile to people's faces. He was quick to point out that he's actually scored against all three of the opposition during his spell with Eintracht Frankfurt. Now, the matches begin on October 20th and 21st, and the group stage will conclude on December the 9th. The transfer window, as we know, closes on Monday. Borja Mayoral will complete his medical today at Roma he will leave on a two-year loan. There is an option to buy for Roma as well over the next two seasons. Next season, it will be 15 million. And in 2022, it will be 20 million. And for some, this departure continues what they see as a worrying trend because it reduces still further the already limited options that Zidane has. It leaves just Benzema, Jovic and Mariano as available strikers. Uh, Rumours still persist as well that Jovic could be the next to go out on loan as well before that window shuts on Monday. If Zidane is worried about the season ahead with limited resources, he certainly isn't showing it. He remains the ultimate diplomat. I'm very happy, he said, with the squad that I have. It's worth noting here that we've played just three games this season. Zidane has used 21 of 25 players. He's still awaiting, of course, the return of Militao, Mariano and Hazard, who are yet to start a game this season. Well, the media continues to break down the injury record of Eden Hazard after this latest injury he picked up this week. 
His story so far at Madrid has been one piece of bad luck followed by another six injuries in just over a year, during which time he's missed 27 games. And all in all, he's missed more games for Madrid than in his entire playing career up to that point. And you can't help but feel a little bit sorry for Zidane here. Nobody would have foreseen this. The international break will at least give him additional recuperation time and hopefully a swift recovery. And also getting some additional time to train will be Asensio and Isco, neither of whom were selected for the Spanish national team. Not a real surprise, to be honest, but it is a blow for Isco in particular, who looks likely to be missing out on next summer's European Championships after choosing to stay in Madrid. Uh, Ceballos, though, has made it back into Luis Enrique's squad. Now let's move on and take a look at this weekend. Real Madrid go to Levante. So far this season, three games played. One victory away at Osasuna that was sandwiched in between two defeats to Valencia and Sevilla. Six goals conceded overall, but they've actually scored five, which is more than Real Madrid. Jose Morales, the veteran 33-year-old, leads the goal-scoring list with three goals. He's also provided an assist there as well. Never an easy venue to come to, as Barcelona will well remember. They were beaten here last season. Levante finished comfortably in mid-table. It's been a steady improvement in his three seasons for Paco Lopez. They would love to break back into the top ten. It's something that they've done only once in the last 10 years. It was back in 2011-12 when they ended up in sixth place. Keep an eye out for a potential appearance from the two players Levante bought from Real Madrid this summer. 22-year-old Danny Gomez, who played 51 times, scoring 14 goals in the Castilla team before a season with Tenerife last year where he scored nine goals. He came on as a sub against Valencia and Osasuna. And Jorge de Frutos, the 23-year-old midfielder, who made 35 appearances, scoring seven goals with Castilla. He spent last season with Vallecano and Valladolid. Now, he has appeared as well three times as a substitute this season. Overall, this is meeting number 31 between these two teams. Madrid hold a significant advantage, 22 wins, three draws, just five defeats. Levante, though, have done well in recent seasons. Two wins in the last four, including last season when they won by a goal to nil. Morales scoring the goal that took all the points. It was one of those days when Madrid had chance after chance, but they simply could not find a way through. Mayara was playing that day as well. Now, back in October of 2018, Levante also won in Madrid. Paco Lopez team dealing a real blow to Lopetegui that day. Morales again and Mati, the goal scorers on the day. But Madrid have had some really big wins against Levante. 2014, they beat them by five goals to nil. And back in 2010, they registered their biggest ever victory over them, winning by eight goals to nil. This, though, was in the cup. But Karim Benzema, along with Cristiano Ronaldo, on the day, scoring a hat-trick. Also getting one that day, by the way, Mesut Ozil. Remember him. 
this fixture does always produce goals. There's only been one occasion since they began meeting back in 1963. But we ended up with a nil-nil scoreline. That was back in 2010. Jose Mourinho was the man in charge that day. Karim Benzema, well, he does like and profits often against this opposition. Eight goals he scored in his history of meeting Sergio Ramos, as well as notched up a few over the years. He scored four. And that just about wraps it up then for today. I'll be back midweek next week as we head off, of course, into an international break. In the meantime, do enjoy the match this weekend. And let's hope there's a victory to celebrate on Sunday. And a bit of good fortune comes Zidane's way after what's been a really very testing week. For the moment then, from me, Tim Cable. Till next time, bye-bye for now. 